With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the B-O-C Nation, and if you ain't down with that, we've got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Okay, guys. Let's play a little hockey. I'd like to start the show off with the middle finger to everybody. You know, I don't know why I did that. I thought it was funny. We're back. And so is hockey. As of this time... Tomorrow, actually, the boys in orange will be playing the boys in yellow or gold, the Bruins. We're going to be talking about something connected to the Bruins today. We're talking NWHL. We're talking ACHL back on the show. AHL, NHL, and everything in between. Obey the puck is back. I'm here, Dan Lloyd, Paul Baker, Puckman R.I., Kelly Levy. Just follow Obey Puck Show on Twitter and Sometimes Kelly leaves her hockey musings up there. Um, her actual Twitter, she's just like, eh, eh, Twitter's not for me. And she's, Kelly's probably right. <laughs> Kelly's probably right on the Twitter. Let me rephrase that. Kelly's definitely right on the Twitter. The smartest of all of us. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Um, NHL, this week, tomorrow. We made it so far. So far, so good. Looking at the NBA, though. 
Man, that is another podcast for another time, but Adam Silver is just a clown. I just wanted to get that on tape, by the way. Um, it's nice that you got a time off while we didn't, though, Paul. I'm glad the Celtics got time off that we needed. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, kind of weird how that happened. Isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's not, not really. They hate us. That's fine. And Silver doesn't like that we exploited the, uh, oh, you know the process. That yeah, the process thing. Adam's still kind of got sand in the crack of his ass for that, and that's okay. That's fine. We understand. But um, so far, so well, not entirely so far, so good. There's been a few cases, and there's two teams that have shut down for a couple days that are going to lose some time, and that's Dallas and. Pittsburgh was looking a little iffy there, but I haven't heard anything since then, so I assume that's all good. But uh, for all intents and purposes, because a hockey team wouldn't hide anything. (laughs) Like you mentioned last time, that one year that uh, Sid had mumps and nobody was saying anything, and he did an interview, and half of his face was out to the – Yeah. Yeah. Quagmire face. Yeah, he was Quagmire. Yeah, Paul's tomorrow hockey. Yeah, Bruce Cassidy actually in, a, in an interview said they're going so far as to uh, segregate Tukarask and Yarrow Halak. So they want neither of them anywhere near each other because they don't want, and his words were, we don't want a Denver quarterback situation. So uh, Tuka and Yarrow cannot hang out together. They cannot be friends this season. They have to be in separate places so that both of them don't get sick at the same time. The you know? soap opera storyline is one of them's really happy about that. Da, da, da. <laughs> it's a lack. <laughs> you know, I don't. I that's not a bad idea. I'm, I'm, I, I bet every team is doing some fashion of that segregation with their goalies. I never thought of that, and it's funny because Kelly and I were looking at um, the Capitals posted. Uh, this will, yeah, here's something we can talk about in a second. Capitals posted video the first time Chara mic'd up practicing with the Capitals. By the way, if you haven't been keeping score at home, Chara is now on the Capitals. Um, and at the same time I noted it was weird, I brought up the point that because of what happened with Lundqvist and the open heart surgery he got and the heart problem that they found, uh, with physicals, you know, lead up to the season. One way or the other, the fans, most of the fans have wanted this goalie tandem in Washington for years, and they're getting it. Vitek and um, Samsonov, Kelly. So yeah. I, I hope if if they're smart, the same thing with the Flyers with Brian Elliott and Carter Hart. Hopefully, they're kind of set, keeping them separate. That would be a good good idea, considering it's on off, on off, on off, on off all. All 56 games is on, off, on, off as far as yeah, I know. 56 games in what, four months, something like that? Yeah, so yeah. You're, you're right, every other day, basically. Yeah. Yeah, back-to-back. So three and – I don't know, are they doing three and threes and stuff? I, I think that's the idea, right? They travel – a team travels and they get in two, at least two games. And, well, I'm sure we'll see three and threes as things have to be shuffled. But there's no shuffling time because it's 113 days of game, like straight, that there's a hockey game on. And there's two two days at the end of the season, regular season, and then the playoffs start. So there's that's a very, very, very small window um, to, to fit in and, 
an extra game. I guess they got to hope for baseball things where it's like, yeah, that team didn't play all the games, but they're nowhere near the playoffs, so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, throw some doubleheaders at the end of the year. We'll be yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it's really weird. I, I feel so weird about this because I want, I'm very excited about this. I was very excited about the NBA season. And look at that got me. You're excited for a week. No, I'm still excited. I'm not excited. They bumble effed it. They came up with protocols, and they're ignoring those protocols. And now they have to come up with a whole new set of protocols. That's that's stupid. But it's so weird to feel like this now. And part of it is just COVID fatigue because I'm just tired of this. Uh, And unlike others, I refuse to break this because this is keeping me safe thus far. Um, It's like my moral compass is like, you know, just start the season. Let's go. You want to play so bad, go. I want to see it. (laughs) But at the same time, like, like, again, I'm looking at the NBA, just comparing to the season that's also playing right now. These kids, these guys are going to get sick. You know, on the, the Flyers, we have Nolan Patrick, who just apparently is good to go and just had almost two full years of head trauma he was dealing with. Uh, you got Oscar Lindblom, who just uh, was announced cancer-free right at the end of round one last year, round two last year. Last year. Yeah, well, it was last year. My God, it's all good. Wow. Um That risk versus reward, I don't know. It still doesn't seem like the risk versus reward. I almost feel guilty, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) And now now you're throwing another league into the NBA mix. As you said, the NBA has gone so well with no cases and everything's been hunky-dory. The so bubble? you're going to have teams traveling into those same arenas in the same locker rooms and same spaces. It's going to be perfect. No problems. Taxi squad, hockey. <laughs> Again, we're so close to the end. The light at the end of the tunnel thing. I mentioned two weeks ago, well, last month, two weeks prior to that, and it seems that we're still everybody ready to go. It, there just doesn't seem to be enough caution. I don't know. I, I'm excited, but at the same time, I feel really weary about this. Now, on the other hand, compare if we compare apples and oranges, the NBA still had a couple of COVID tests, uh, positive tests in the bubble. The NHL did not. So maybe the NHL will relatively go out easier than the NBA. I don't know. You'd think we would figure out that maybe this is not a good idea. Paul? I don't know. I'm dealing with a severe case of COVID fatigue myself. So, uh, yeah, you you said it as well as I could possibly, Dan. I'm excited to see hockey. I'm ready for the season to start. But there's that lingering nag in the back of my head. Is this worth it? I want to see people get sick and you know, potentially suffer some long-term consequences from getting sick. I don't want that. I but I want my hockey, Dan. Yeah, I want my hockey. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that what, something that's overlooked a lot is 
you know, the basic narrative, and it is very basic thought. Well, well, they're young, they can deal with it, but nobody's talking enough about the lingering uh, um, problems of this. Well, to, to use a baseball analogy, uh, last year, um, Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, Red Sox starting pitcher, 24, 25 years old, led the team in victories in 2019. Yeah, 2019, led the team in victories. Um, had to be shut down in the spring training last year because he tested positive. And then he had to sit out the whole season because he developed heart issues, which he never had before. Because of COVID, possibly. Um, my friend, I have two stories of friends. Uh, I'll read that in a second, Gamer J. Give me one second. I'll get this through, then I'll read this. Um, I will, I have two friends that have had COVID and gotten over it. Uh, one of them is closer to being in my shape. The other one is in much better shape. Both got through it. Uh, one had stabbing headaches they had never had before in their lives. And now that they're COVID clear, are still getting those headaches, like migraine headaches. My other friend who had it, who's probably watching now, uh, said that it was like the worst fever he'd ever had. And it went from chills to being too hot to being too cold. from being hungry to not being hungry to just all the worst things you can get being sick, they got. Now, they don't have lingering things right now. My other friend is still having the headache. Again, nobody knows. It's all touch and go. Vaccine's here, guys. Pull it back a little bit. You know, I went from being, uh, maybe I don't want this, to... I think it's okay to seeing my friends who are in the fire and medical service getting it going, I'm ready. Give it to me. Mom got My mom got the first shot. She's getting the second shot next week. I, I'm ready. Uh, and here's the thing. Once I get it, I'm still wearing a mask around some of you mother efforts because you. Well, we're going to have to. It's it's not yeah. a, not a fail-safe. Yeah, we're still going to have to wear masks for a little bit. Yeah. Still enough people are vaccinated or... Oh, that's the other course. thing. That's the other thing. This uh, The capital siege that happened last week. Uh, one of the members uh, who was hunkering down and hiding from these heathens uh, got sick from somebody else who wouldn't wear a mask. That's a whole other story for all the podcasts, which is going to connect to the text I'm going to read from Gamer J in a second. Um, had the vaccine, had both shots. Was it both shots? I think they had both shots. And everybody's like, well, they've had the vaccine already, and she still got sick. She just had the last shot on the fourth. It still takes a week or two for your body to fully build the immunity. Do we not read? (laughs) Do we not read? I don't think we read. Uh, I hate that politics is such a huge division among people, even friends and family. I feel like the massive rift created in these last four years has irreparably – That's an easy word for me to say, damaged 
some relationships that many people thought were indestructible. Yes, it has, and it will never be repaired. I burned bridges that I never planned to put the fire out on. There's the right side, and then there's the Nazi side. But anyway, that pulling it back away from uh, uh, politics, I will read that off when we're done recording the podcast. I'll read all that. Uh, with that being said, the, if everybody's careful, something the three of us have talked about a hundred times, everybody's careful, it doesn't break one iota of protocol, should be okay. Should. But the added factor of team sharing arenas with the NBA and Oh, man. Well, we're going to see. Well, we're going to get at least a week, maybe a game in, guys. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, also starting up soon with a bubble, with a bubble, is the NWHL, the National Women's Hockey League. They will be doing their playoffs. All six teams will be entering a bubble at Herb Brooks Arena in Lake Placid. Um, it's going to be... Uh, Paul, tell me again how it's going to go. It's going to be like two, three weeks. They're going to start. Is it the 23rd, I believe? 23rd of January. Date? Yeah. Um, yeah, all six teams will be up there in Lake Placid, and I'm very jealous. If you've ever had the chance to go to Lake, Lake Placid, the site of two Winter Olympics, such a, a quaint little small mountain town in upstate New York. It's a beautiful place to go visit. Uh, I had the pleasure of going there in 1980 for the Olympics. Uh did not get to go to any hockey games, though. Damn it, Dad. Uh, my, Thanks, believe Dad. Or, believe it or not, my father is not a sports fan in the least, so he couldn't see uh, the point of spending the 15 or $20 to a hockey ticket. So, uh, But he, he grew up in that area. He grew up, like, the next two towns over or something. Um, two towns up there being, you know, like 40 miles around mountains and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he grew up – he actually went to school in a one-room schoolhouse, believe it or not. With and at that school it was him and his brothers and sisters. His brother, his brothers and sister. He had one sister, eight brothers. Um, and yeah, that poor girl, and one other family that lived in the town. That was the school. His the Bakers and whatever the other family was. Um, <laughs> anyway, Bakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if I had a dollar for every time somebody said that to me, <laughs> or, or in college, my best friend's name was Peter. Hey, it's Peter and Paul. Where's Mary? So, you know, I had to date a girl named Mary for a little while just to finish the joke. Um, where was it? Where was I? I forgot. Um, Lake Placid? I, yeah, I, I really did forget where I was. You yeah, pulled it in. in the bubble. You yeah, pulled great, it in. Great city to visit. Yeah, I went so far off on a tan- off the road and yeah, forgot yeah, where I was. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Paul, that's what ADD is. Oh, I'm familiar with ADD. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, Lake Placid is a great place. Wish I could be there. I'm not essential enough to be up there for part of the game game out staff, but that's all right. I will watch the games and cheer just as loud. I'll, I'll do some PA from my house and yell really loud. But anyway, yes, uh, they'll do a round robin with the six teams. So five-game regular season, top four teams make the playoffs, uh, one-game semifinal, one-game final, and that's it. That's your Isabel Cup right there. Boom. So the whole thing should take about two weeks. Following the lead of the NWSL and the uh, WNBA and the Major League Lacrosse and the Premier League Lacrosse, all all those leagues that did nice, successful bubbles to get some attention to the sport. And the big news for the NWHL, the semifinals and finals are going to be broadcast live on NBC Sports Network. So that is huge. 
Women's hockey has never had that, except for maybe the gold medal games in the Olympics. They've never had that kind of exposure. So, yeah, I I think did some of do you know of some of the um, I guess there were challenge games last year. I thought those got. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I think they were on TV in Canada, um, where the where the the U.S. women and the Canadians women's teams played each other kind of across. I think they played maybe a game or two in Canada and then a game or two in the U.S. Yeah, I remember us talking about the last game, which was in Anaheim, I believe, and had like a sellout crowd. I yeah. don't know if it was televised, but yeah, it got some tremendous support. So hey, anything that grows the brand, grows the sport. Is yeah. okay in no, they weren't televised because we were talking about the big deal that I'd love to see this, but nobody's showing it. Oh, I I thought I saw some of the last game. Maybe it was just highlights. It might have been in Canada, Kelly. You're probably right about that. That's true. In Canada, I'm sure. I'm sure it was on, on one of the 19 sports channels in, <laughs> in Canada. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Which, that's not a uh, criticism in the least. That's... (laughs) I'd love to be able to flip on junior hockey at any time. And they play the right sports on their channels. <laughs> <laughs> like curling. Um. Sit down and figure out Canadian football one day. <laughs> the other big news that come out of the NWHL this week. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. I was just going to see the CFL thing, but go ahead. Yeah, there's some big news. Haley Moore, the president of the Boston Pride, Got a new job, so I don't know if she will be continuing with the Pride or not, but she was named the American Hockey League's Vice President of Hockey Operations. So, wow. huge, huge deal. Cool. I was going to say, I haven't seen anything indicating that she's going to stop her job with the NWHL. I just, all of it has been, unless I missed an article somewhere, it's all been indi- Kind of implying, uh, and she's also. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was assuming that uh, she would be with the Pride at least through the season, because you're talking a month from now, it being over. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the vice president. Oh, go ahead, Kelly. Uh, I, it should wrap before the AHL was set to get underway. Yeah. yeah. Um, AHL is due to start February 5th, I believe. Yes. So it'll be close. Um, yeah, the, the vice president of hockey ops means she will be in charge of, I believe, officiating and I think uh, like social media or something like that. Big news. Uh, the other thing about the AHL I'd love to talk about, because uh, they're going to go starting, is I think three teams have opted out. So it's going to be 28 teams, <laughs> which has left us. Go ahead, hold on, Paul. Which has left us with the most amazing divisional alignment I've ever seen in the history of hockey. Those of you who are complaining about the NHL's divisional alignment ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and just and, and let me just say, as a sidebar to the NHL divisional alignments, uh, those those for both the 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 ads on those don't bother me. Jesus Christ! I haven't called. It's still Patrick Wales Campbell. Like I don't care. North, South, East, West doesn't bother me. But anyway, 
just when you think it couldn't get more interesting in hockey. These are even better than anything, any of the divisional lineups when there's been an expansion team. I'm going to start big and go low, okay? The North is going to be Bakersfield, Colorado, Henderson. Henderson is over nice new team. The North? Pacific, sorry. Oh. Read it backwards. Uh, Bakersfield, Colorado, Henderson, uh, Ontario, San Diego, San Jose, Stockton, Tucson. Makes sense. So far, so good. Central's going to be Chicago, Cleveland, Grand Rapids, Iowa, Rockford, Texas. Fine, no problem. North is going to be Binghamton, Hershey, Lehigh Valley, Rochester, Syracuse, Utica, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. Scranton. All very logical so far. All logical so far. Scranton, by the way, my bad. Uh, the Canadian division is going to be, this is where it starts to get a little weird. Starts to. Belleville, Laval, Manitoba, Toronto. Fine. Small What's that, five teams? Four. Four? Uh, yes, four. No, I was reading uh, pending. Oh, it's really small. God, I'm getting old. Pen, uh, pending provisional uh, government approval. Um, I haven't heard otherwise that it wouldn't be, so I think that's good. Uh, Dave also <laughs> – that's what I was laughing at. Dave got Dave get the Twitch chat. Give me a rating. That damn it. Twitch says Kelly. There's only eleven sports channels. <laughs> That's like nine more than we've got. <laughs> I'll still I'll still take your eleven over our four hundred. Well, no, there's ESPN, NBC, CBS, Fox. There's Big Ten. There's Stadium. There's yeah, but they're all filled with endless old guys talking about football for 17 oh, hours no, no. a day. I, I agree with you. I, that's what I'm saying. I said I think Canada has more and still better. You still have the speed. First of all, we have to move to Canada, Kelly, because they still have Speed Network and they show Monster Jam. No. Priorities, Kelly. No. Here's where we get to the weird division. What do you call the weird division? The Atlantic Division. You called it weird. It is weird. Atlantic Division is Bridgeport, Hartford, and Providence. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And you thought you hated seeing the same team four times a year. <laughs> you know, the funny part is we were all saying, so how is our schedule going to look different? <laughs> 12 games against Hartford, 12 games against Bridgeport. Boom, same thing. There you go. Perfect. Oh, and that is our whole season, 24 yeah. games. Boom, boom. Nice. Great. Woo-hoo. <laughs> All I want to know is when are they going to charge me for AHL TV so I can watch these? That's all I'd like to know, because I'd like to watch these, please. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's the only thing I'm looking forward to, to being able to watch. Um, I'll get to see Rochester a bunch of times. That's cool, because yeah, but, but, but the, the two oldest teams in the league never play each other, so... <laughs> But again, here's the great thing that we were mentioning about AHL TV, and I and they don't pay me, but I would I would advertise AHL TV for free. Remember four years ago when it was the worst thing that existed as far as streaming? It's the exact opposite. <laughs> it's the exact opposite now. And here's the great thing about AHL TV: the last three, well, two seasons. This will be the third running this current iteration of AHL TV. There are no blackouts. Zero. Hey. So you can watch any team at any time and on delay if you want. 
So we Friday watch, night, yeah, and Saturday night are just crazy, huh? Oh, my God. We watched so much AHL hockey the last two years because of the new AHL TV. I'm still calling it new. Uh it was, yeah, we all like we we both picked California teams to root for because we would watch the late games. Yeah, we're we're stayed up till two three watching late games, uh, especially the playoffs when they were beating the snot out of each other. It's great. I loved it. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Announce that. Let's go. I'd be okay. That's a, it's a twenty. I was wondering. That's a it's a twenty four game season. For the New England teams, the other teams are playing, I think, the 38 is what I read. The 36 or 38 or something weird like that, yeah. <laughs> and pro- because the Dunkin' Donut Center is a COVID testing facility now, uh, Providence is playing their home games at the Sport New England Sports Center in Marlboro, which is owned by the same guy who owns the Bruins. Um, and there will be no fans. So, okay, go ahead and play a that. Yeah, everybody who wants to go see a hockey game or sports game, get the goddamn vaccine shut your mouth. There, I fixed it for you. I was hoping Providence would play at Warrior Rice Arena and they would need a PA guy. <laughs> Poor stuff. Just, just saying, I, I I do happen to know the PA guy up in at Warrior, so. Yeah, that you do. But, He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I like him better than you, Paul. <laughs> I'll tell him that next time I see him. <laughs> Wait a second. He lives in this place, awesome place called Tanira. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Sticking with the uh, hockey starting up uh, news, the ECHL has been going. Uh, it's been going all right. But here's some news I did not expect. They're expanding next year. And I guess it makes sense because we all said, all those logical creatures said about 2022, we could start getting back to normal. And it looks like the rate <laughs> crap is going, probably that's true. Uh, so... <laughs> Starting the 21-22 season, the ECHL is expanding to match the 32 teams that are going to be coming on when the uh, Kraken start. Also this fall? Yeah. Right? I don't know. I thought it was next fall, but I would say you're right. Yeah. It's got to be 21-22. Kelly? Oh, okay. No, I got the first one. Uh, I'm going to let somebody else pronounce the other one now that I know Dave's listening, so I'm not to blame uh, when I pronounce it wrong. So, it's Coral City or Coralville, Iowa. What is it? Coralville. Coralville, Iowa. Paul, that's more ADD. Uh, what was the other one in Quebec? Three oh, Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kelly said, Three Rivers. We got it. We got No, it was perfect. I got both pronunciations at the same time. It was perfect. So we're legal in Canada. We're legal in Canada. <laughs> uh, so Quebec's going to get some professional hockey at some, <laughs> some point. It's the NHL. I you know I get it's a well, I put it videotron center bastards but anyway um that's pretty cool I I did not expect any expansion to come out of the last two years that hockey's gonna have to face but there you are you're in the fall ten teams are gonna fold but yeah <laughs> well that's every year that's with or without pandemic <laughs> you know just it's, move it's, them to Winston Salem and keep going that's that's what we do in minor league hockey. <laughs> Uh, now to some, now we get to get to the nitty gritty, and I'm not talking about gritty, the great gritty of the Philadelphia Flyer, the best mascot in hockey history. Um, I said it. Some NHL and NBC news. Someone explain this logically to me. Uh, Mike Milbury is leaving. Thank God. 
Like, we can argue. Uh, Don Cherry is a legend in hockey and in hockey commentating. He was damn good at his job. No arguments why he had the job as long as he did. Got it. We can uh, debate on the kind of guy he was and became another podcast for another time. Don Cherry was good at his job. Mike Milbury was an a-hole and bad at his job. We've discussed that a hundred times on this show. Even Paul, you've told me people in Boston, even because he was a Bruin, people go, "What? Why?" So Milbury's gone, and they've replaced him with Mike Babcock. Mike Babcock, who lost his job because he was an abusive prick and apparently has been for years. What What logic? Paul, my brain hurts. Help me. Understand. I don't know. Does Babcock have broadcasting experience? I don't believe he has he... douchebag experience. He's just such a magnetic personality. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure so... they were just everybody was chomping at the bit to sign him up. Yeah, there was maybe a bidding war or something. <laughs> All of the people you that... can't, you cannot throw a dead cat in hockey without hitting someone who already had a job in hockey. <laughs> it's, it's just how hockey works. It's always the same people. All the time. There's never a new face. There's never someone who, God forbid, has not played the game of hockey and known at least 300 other people who play the game of hockey. I just find it odd after the uh, the circumstances of why Mike was finally let go after a laundry list of issues. After the years we've been having as far as equality and that thing, why they were just like, get another old white guy in there. That old boy network is tough to crack, I tell you. I just, I have no want, need, or care to run to my TV and turn on the sound when NHL and NBC is on. Well, I mean, we, we, most of us watch it on mute anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. It's the principle of it, though. Like, what do you want to eat more, a bucket of crap or a bucket of diarrhea? That's Mike Milbury and Mike Babcock as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure I'll get letters and probably get challenged to a boxing match in Canada where I can't travel to now, but that's another story for another time. I just thought that was an odd choice. An odd choice and a tone-deaf choice. But when we're talking about tone-deaf and not reading the room, the NHL. <laughs> The NHL hasn't even realized there's a room. (laughs) Don't ask them to read it quite yet. (laughs) Speaking of tone deaf in the NHL, hey, Paul, when was the last time Willie O'Ree played hockey? 1954. Hey, what year did they decide to put his banner up in the uh, Boston Garden or Boston Arena for being groundbreaking in hockey for African Americans? The Boston Arena. But that, the answer There's to your been question two different was, arenas. Well, I would, yeah, the Boston Garden, yeah. Um, but you. the answer to your question would be 2021. Talk about being tone deaf and not reading the room. <laughs> <laughs> NHL Pat and Falvin. Or as Kelly said, they're not even, they have. They, they don't even know a room exists. They brought, they brought their golf clubs to the baseball park. They, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're a mess. They have They have no idea what's going on. 
But all kidding, not, not really kidding aside, long overdue. Uh, I know there's been some debate on the type of player he was, but there's never been a debate on the groundbreakingness of Willie O'Reed playing hockey and the type of human being he is. And I think long overdue is not an appropriate enough sentence for this. Uh, Paul, since it's a Bruins thing, Willie O'Ree is finally getting his banner up. You know, it's funny. You just mentioned, like, the pros and the cons. I mean, the pro being absolutely that this man has given his life to the sport of hockey and diversifying hockey, growing it in non-traditional markets. I mean, he is, what, 87 years old now, and he's still going. He's still an ambassador for the game. That's his appearance is all over the country. Um, I've had the pleasure to meet him on several occasions, just a fantastic human being. Uh, and I treasure every time I've been able to meet him. Um, and, yeah, there's no doubt as being the first, you know, first player to break the color barrier and then to go on and grow the, grow it, grow hockey from coast to coast. I mean, if you talk to anyone in San Diego or in Southern California, he is the man who put hockey on the map out there. Um, Absolutely. So in that regard, yes. Uh, but it's funny that you mentioned the cons because when that news was announced, I got out of work. I had questions, it, it, you know, about his career because his NHL career only lasted for 45 games. It was parts of two seasons in Boston. He was one of those, you know, 4A guys. But he also played during the time where there was only six NHL teams. So you got to believe that those teams at that time in Springfield and in Hershey and in Rochester and in Providence were probably much better than any team in the NHL today, you know, top to bottom talent-wise. I mean, oh, I don't yeah. know. You know, this is a long time ago. They couldn't skate as fast as the guys now. They're not as big and strong. But the talent level on those AHL teams back then was just astronomical. So, yeah, does he have the uh, – He's going to be hanging up in the banners next to guys like Ray Bork, Johnny Busick, and Bobby Orr, and Eddie Shore. Does he have the pedigree, the on-ice pedigree that these guys have? Absolutely not. But take a bigger picture view and what he did for, you know, Canadian, African Canadians, is that a thing? Yes. Uh, you know, persons, persons of color who came after him. And not even persons of color, just persons in non-traditional hockey markets. There's no underselling what he's done for the game, and it's definitely deserved on us. Kelly? Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's nothing else that needs to be said. It's just too too bad it took this long, but at least it's happening now. Um, weird that they'll do it now when there won't be <laughs> there's any. There's nobody there. There'll be no people there. Uh, it's just... <laughs> They said they'll no do two can, ceremonies, yeah. No one can NHL like the NHL can NHL. <laughs> I think they were thinking, well, he's 86. We better get it up there while he's still around to see it. And okay, well, how about 10 years ago? It should, it should have happened. He's been working for the NHL in, for at least 15, 20 years. I yeah. put this – I'm sorry. I put this – this is my pale white ass saying this himself. I put this up there with the MLB going – yeah, you know what? We'll count the uh, uh, Negro Baseball League. Oh, awesome. Thank you, white people. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank God that you agreed to it. <laughs> it, it just makes me so uncomfortable. It's like, oh, really? In 2021? Okay. Well, did it with one eye, too. Look, look how 
inclusive we are. Everybody can play. Yeah. Set <laughs> women. Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'll put my pants back on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but in all seriousness, uh, just to elaborate on what you said, it's more so the accomplishment and the time. And that alone, yeah, that's 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 a banner raiser. That's a Hall of Fame moment. He was the first, and it uh, it was a battle by all by all accounts. It was a battle. Yeah, and like you said, he did it with one eye. That's the other thing. He did it with one eye. I love that part. He and he didn't tell him. Oh no, no, have have one eye. No, no, no problems with the eye. Fine. Eyes work fine. He one of the nicest guys. I've never heard somebody say Will, it, it, about Hawk. Well, Willie was a piece of crap. That one, that one person. It's nice for a change. Then nobody's like, well, you know, he hit me one night. No, none of that. Um, what was his number? Why am I blanking? 22. 22. Yeah, I was just thinking, who, who has to give up their number on the Bruins? I have no idea who 22 is. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Let's look this up. Hold on. I don't care. He's losing it. <laughs> Nick Ritchie, you're out of luck. Sorry. <laughs> Bill Smith, you're out of luck. I can't say uh, – they can't use Bill Smith for hockey because I immediately think of Billy Smith. Uh, he's never retired. Roster. <laughs> yeah, the truth. Yes, he better. Let's look up the Bruins roster. Yeah, well, this is, of course, going to be hard to do. I could probably do this faster than you said here. Oh, I got it up. I was just looking for the Wikipedia because it loads faster. But we're uh, going with CBS Sports. Let's see, number 22, number 22, uh, Smith. Craig Smith? Y- yeah, Craig Smith. Wow, I said Smith, and it wasn't even a joke. <laughs> not anymore, you're not. Well, Craig Smith just, just joined the team, so he hasn't even played in that number yet. So ah, yeah, good. <laughs> there you go. Hey, speaking of, uh, let's not end it on that. But by the way, first, congratulations ten times over to Willie O'Ree. That's awesome. I, I, it's again. It annoys me that the story was kind of pushed off to the side a little bit. But I'm glad. Better late than never. Is I'm glad he's around to see the recognition. Speaking of waiting so long, he's here to see it. And he, and like you said, for his communities and for the sport, he's been working his ass. He's been nonstop forever. He's been doing it remotely during the pandemic. You know, I saw an interview like this past summer. They were doing a thing on him for the NHL Network, and he was still doing stuff over the computer. The guy doesn't slow down, and I love it. I love that about him. Uh, speaking about Boston and adding Philly to the mix, uh, uh, Paul, you and I are going to have an outdoor game this year. <laughs> me, me, and you, me and you personally? Yeah, we're going outdoors. We're going to fight. All right. No, I, have, I have a pool and a pond. Pond would be good for you. Pop. You want to tie me with some of your ties, Ty? No, no, no. Um, no, I seriously do have a pond across the street from my house. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. It's this part. It's the fall behind his back. We're referencing Caddyshack, kids. We're old. The um, Lake Tahoe series, I guess. They're getting the outdoor series. Uh, we're getting, damn it, Colorado and who? Vegas. Thank you. Vegas and Colorado, and we're getting Boston and Philly. A rematch from the first Philly out, uh, uh, Winter Classic where you beat us 
overtime. In overtime, goddamn Carlos. Marco Sturm. Oh, Sturm, yes. Yeah. Well, screw him anyway. Uh, and we're going to be we- <laughs> we're going to be wearing our reverse retros. Those games, so. I'm glad they didn't focus for another jersey. Well, you know what? And here's the time before I forgot to mention it. Isoletics now has a uh, YouTube channel. Very well done. Very well produced. Very well. Uh, so I suggest you subscribe to that. Um, and they're the ones that were updating on all the uh, aesthetic changes to the NHL this year and other hockey leagues. And they mentioned specifically that they didn't have enough time to come up with a jersey, and I'm like, listen, hold on. I've seen some of the Ritter Classic jerseys in the past. You've got a month. You can come up with something. No? Flap a, flap a P on one, flap a B on the other. There we go with New Jersey's. $140. No, $240, the NHL. Well, they're not doing that because I can't make any money on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be no merchandise. I really do feel that there's fourth jerseys coming for these teams, but I think they're going to kind of hold off on it until another year. Because as far as I know, there's a planned fourth jersey for everybody. As far as I know. Or, or if not everybody, for most teams. So Tomorrow night, we get to see the reverse retros in action. Flyers and Penguins. As of this recording, I mean. Uh, Paul, did I – I think I got everything. Paul, Kelly, did I – anything that we wanted to mention before we go? Uh, Kelly, did I get everything you wanted? Uh, the only other thing that I'm very, 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 very excited about is there will be a new team in Hershey that I missed, apparently. <laughs> she just found out will, an hour ago. Paul. And they will really? be playing at Hershey Park Arena. Yes, this is, that's very exciting. So, I, yeah, I'm very excited, and I want the vaccine so I can go to Hershey Park and watch hockey again. <laughs> you know what? You know I'm glad I'm a hockey fan because, because I'm like I said, I'm gonna be wearing a mask after vaccine for a very long time, and uh, it's cold in hockey, <laughs> so it's not gonna get it, it. It it's not gonna change my hockey experience whatsoever to put a friggin' mask on and watch a hockey game. I'm very excited about that. Um, by the way, Kelly Sidebar, just remind me something. We have the very cool poster that's above our, uh, right into our kitchen from our living room of Hershey Park Arena, and I have a Spectrum poster I'd like to put up on the wall to match it. No. Oh. Mm-mm. All right. No. I'm very excited about that because I'll go to Hershey Park Arena again. It was so cool. I've said it on the show many times. I've said, on, I've said it on Stadium Journey, Paul, when we've talked about uh, hockey venues. Walking into a building like that, specifically Hershey Park, even though I hate the damn team, <laughs> it is – you open that. You go through that. Um, door. The, the door. Yeah, no, not the door. Atrium. <laughs> I go through the window. <laughs> Atrium, you asshole. Well, like things are different back in the thirties. I didn't know what you're going for. <laughs> you rappel down from the ceiling. <laughs> I'm not. No, no. Screw your arena. Screw your team. I don't care. <laughs> This new team, it's going to be what, like a tier two junior? Yeah, yeah. it's like tier tier three. Bruce Boudreau owns he owns two teams in this league. He owns the Minnesota Blue Ox, uh, and then he's bringing a new team to Hershey in the same league because he moved back to Hershey. <laughs> I knew he wasn't going to retire in Minnesota. <laughs> You said that. You said you said he's not going to stay there. 
No. You said it yourself, so. Uh, that's he's he is a pure hockey guy. He's he's always going to be involved in hockey. He, if there's breath within him, I believe he'll be involved in hockey. Some literally you know. the creator of the greatest gift in the history of gifts. <laughs> yep. Uh, Paul, do you know the gift I'm talking about? Yeah. The <laughs> greatest darn. It says darn, but he's clearly saying the word f. Yeah. It's uh, for those who are listening, Matt. It, I'll send it to you on Facebook. It is the greatest kiss. It's obviously after a bad penalty or a goal against or something really bad. Kelly might even know the specifics, maybe. But it's just get to just to to for those who've never heard us talk about Gabby is his nickname. Uh, Boudreaux was in Slapshot. In fact, his um, apartment. Is used if I'm talking out of my ass, please correct me. His apartment is used for um, I'm forgetting his character's name, Paul Newman's character. Reggie Dunlop. Uh, Reggie Dunlop. It's his apartment that's used for Dunlop's apartment in the movie, and he's in the he's on one of the other teams. They beat the helly hell out of one scene, uh, and Bruce was known to be a scrappy guy. Well, they're a little scrappy guy. And uh, I don't know about you know about us little scrappy guys, but we have a bit of a, uh, an anger issue. <laughs> and Gabby will scream. Uh, is that why he's called Gabby, Kel? Just talks. He won't shut up. Just won't shut up. I don't know what that. I don't know what that's like. I've never mm-hmm. been accused of talking too much. I've never been accused of taking up space while I'm speaking. Never a problem for me. But anyway. He's yelled, something bad happens, and it's just clear as day in high def, as high def as a gift can be, him going, <laughs> but underneath, it just says, darn. <laughs> it's uh, and back to Hershey Park Arena before I was so rudely interrupted by my wife. Uh, walking through those doors is one of the, it's one of those buildings that exists, and I'm Why? sure he's practically. Hey, congratulations, guys. It's the same, you know. I've been, Paul has been here uh, in October. It'll be ten years. Been dating. We've been with each other for eleven. A long time. Yeah, and she hasn't killed me yet. So you tell me. Anyway, walk through the, the arena. More patient person than I. Working through the yeah, through, walking through the door. Awesome. Feel the history. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, <laughs> truly, <laughs> it changes your whole world. Anyway, so. <laughs> Every time I wake up, I'm still madly in love. The feeling is the same every morning when I get yelled at. <laughs> COVID is not taking its toll on either one of us. No, not at all. Not at all. Can't wait for you to visit your mom alone this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been both working from home, huh, pretty much this whole time? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, <laughs> I mean, neither Pam nor I have been working from home. We've both been working, you know, at our respective job sites. What's it like? And, like I would love to have a couple weeks. <laughs> but anyway, like, um, one of my PA jobs starts up next week, the basketball at the, lo- at the local college here. And Pam's like, thank God you're going to have somewhere to go on the weekend. <laughs> I will say it like this. I like being home more than she does. Say it like that. <laughs> she, she wants to move into another house with me. 
That's another story for another time. Paul, did I miss anything that you wanted to discuss? No, we had lots of stuff today, lots of good stuff. This is the first episode that's been close to an hour in a long time. With that being said, yes, the bigger house. Yes, for that reason, Matt, for that reason. More places to hide from Dan. Yes, no, it's more places for me to hide from Kelly. Uh, (laughs) Matt, kiss my ass, all right? Uh, With that being said, you can follow Kelly. Well, you can't follow Kelly on social media, but please follow our social media. Obey the Puck at Obey Puck Show on Twitter. Obey the Puck on Facebook. Paul, where can people follow you on Facebook? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, for better or for worse, at PuckmanRI. Follow me on Twitter, Danlo83, and the aforementioned Obey the Puck podcast is on VOCNation.com. Or, if you are on your smartphone, and you have a smartphone podcast app, in the podcast app, type in VOC Nation Radio Network. Very easy. Stay to your any podcast there. The Wrestling HISD podcast there. And this hockey podcast there as well. If you just want to watch the podcast that you missed anything, the edited version will be on YouTube.com slash Paul pa- for Wow. For Paul Baker and Kelly Easy for me to say, and Kelly Levy, I am the above average comedian, non-speaking gynecology. So see you in two weeks. Good luck, Dr. players. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Legon every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app.
Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.